So setting expectations and then delivering a world-class product go hand in hand. I think at the end, I think sometimes customers don't realize that you really do want the best for them. <laughs> you do. <laughs> and sometimes that communication is a little bit different. The Move Entrepreneur Evolved Podcast. Get on it. And we're back with another episode of the Moved Entrepreneur Evolved Podcast. I'm very excited today to have a special guest um, become a great student and a great friend. We've got here Louis Vandervoch with Blue Crocus Solution, Grow Your Business Within. What's up, brother? How you doing? Jason, good to be back. It's uh, it's it's kind of kind of like a full circle from the last time we were on here just over a year ago. It is a full circle. I um, I was excited to like be able to have this conversation with you. Um, because I remember we did do a podcast together and to see the difference that you've come about is kind of just full circle, right? <laughs> it's crazy. It's, it's, it's really crazy. Yeah. It is totally different, so, totally different spot, totally different person you're talking to. We are. So in this podcast, this one's going to be a little bit different. Um, I'm going to be sharing a case study or an experience with, um, Lewis here that has gone through our move 30 and also our moved entrepreneur strong one-on-one -on -one coaching program with myself. And so I'm going to go ahead and jump right into this. Um, we're going to be talking about a lot of things, but this process right here is really talking about the transformation that you've gone through and kind of how it's been done. And the move 30 has been able to use the, as the mechanism for you. So I got a, just a quick question. Um, what are the biggest achievements uh, you've experienced going through the Moved 30 and then graduating to the Moved a one-on-one -on -one Entrepreneur Strong Coaching Program? I think the biggest thing with Moved 30, Jason, is it dumbed everything down to really actionable things that I could that I could do. And we'll we'll get into this in a little bit. I know I know we'll we'll dive into the story deeper, but it dumbed everything down into such simple actions that I could take. That there was no reason that I couldn't do them, and so I, I did that. And and you know, basically, we're on track to do a million this year. Um, I did, you know, after working with you for about nine months, we did uh, half a million, over half a million. But what's cool is the year before working with you, it was a hundred and just under a hundred and twenty thousand. Wow! Right. So that's you know that's one. Um, you know, through the physical side, uh, I'm not a runner. I hate running. Um, but through the physical side of what we did, I ran a half marathon uh, after going through the Move 30 program. You know, just the consistency built up to where to where we could do that. Um, and I I would have probably I wouldn't have laughed at you because I knew there was value in it. But um, I wouldn't have seen myself as someone doing this. I'm I'm like meditating and spending time just like being with myself and and uh, taking time to step away and and be quiet. You know, through through the stuff that we've talked about and learned. So that, that's some awesome. some pretty big and wins I think there. Also, you had a really cool win, and I remember us uh, having a conversation. And I had asked you, "What would be something really cool that you could do next year that would be beneficial?" And I remember um, one thing that I thought was pretty powerful about you was that you always went back and you said, "You know, um, I'm going to manage my time so I can spend time with my family." And I always told you how powerful that was for me. And I remember we sat down and I said, what would be very cool that you, what could be cool that you could do every single quarter or year or something? And what did we come up with? Yeah, we came up with something that, again, like I would have, I, I would have laughed at you if you had told me this, <laughs> you know, before I joined Move 30, if I had told you I was going to do this every quarter, I, I would definitely would have laughed at you. But we've, we've set it up so that I'll be taking a year or a week off every quarter this year. 
from the business. So stepping away with family, but also, you know, testing the systems and whatnot that we've, that we've got in the business. And that's, that's a huge win. That's cool, man. Um, the other thing is, let's just get into it. Like what type of business are you in? Yeah. So at Blue Crocus Solutions, we design websites and we do SEO. Those are our core services that we provide. And we, we predominantly work with home service industries. So junk removal is a, is a really big one for us. Pre-service, asphalt, you remodeling, you name it. Those are, those are the people that we help. That's cool. And then I know that we, as we are going through this process, um, I, I, I find that a lot of business owners and entrepreneurs are like this, but as we are going through this and you started the move 30, was there any services or products or anything that you were trying to offer your customers that you ended up removing? Yes, there were, there were services. And, and one of the things that, you know, I, I mentioned before, you kind of make it so easy. Uh, we, we dumb it down to where it's so easy that we can't, can't fail because we just do the actions um, that, that are in front of us. One of the things was I was trying to do too many things at once. And, uh, you know, I, I was had an agency owner that was paying me to coach them. I had uh, sites that I was building out to rent, um, things like that. They were taking away from the core focus of where we had planned the trajectory of the business and the, and the growth trajectory. And, and we cut those out. And now it's like the clarity is much, much higher. And so is the growth as a result of that. Yeah, that was a really cool thing to watch because I think that as we were going through that experience with you, it was, um, I think the question I kept asking you is, are you interested in building a million dollar coaching business? And your face kind of turned towards me and I was like, well, okay. And then I asked you about the rank and rent and I said, um, I can understand how that could work because in a little way you do SEO, you do website. You and I kind of went back and forth on that, if you remember. And I was like, I can kind of, I can kind of see it, but we're going to need to have a team to manage that because if they're separated and slowly but surely we pop that pimple and it just didn't become something that was as important and then you're able to focus yeah. i thought it was really cool um what do you believe looking back was a major issue you had moving forward that the move 30 was able to solve for you the move 30 took me well, you know I, i've said it before to you on calls but the move 30 took me from a place where i felt like i was just stuck in mud um i i had no I was moving forward. We were doing revenue. Um, you know, I, I'd grown a fair bit in 2022 before, before we, we connected, but I just had plateaued and, uh, and it felt like I was just stuck. You know, there, there was no real like upward trajectory, downward trajectory. I was just, I was just frozen in time. Um, and what it did for me was it broke out these really simple, actionable things that I could be doing every day. Cause that's what the move 30 does. It's a, it's a simple, simple list and, and we can get into what, it, what mine was, but it was, it's, it's almost, uh, I, I keep saying it was too simple to not do right. And, and on that was built a foundation and a confidence in myself physically and mentally that then, you know, took me to the next level. When you started, I know that, um, uh, everybody, when they start a new program, they always take bring the the past to the future and they get all those things. Uh, but what's going on in your, in your head after we cre I created this move 30 custom um, calendar for you. Uh, I sent you a shirt. And I, I, I got you kind of in a position to say, look, let's kind of get your, it started. Like, what were you thinking once you started? Yeah. So when, when we first jumped in the, the move 30, it's like, this is, this is too easy. 
this is too too simple let's give it a shot you know i was ready i latched on you you rolled out the red carpet for me as as i jumped into the program but it was like this is so easy there's no downside and the only thing that can be is an upside that's cool um there were some numbers that you hit and as you were going through that what were some of the increments of numbers that you hit and as you were going through those numbers and you started to grow and I started to watch you physically get stronger. Then I started to see you get more clarity. And, and then the next portion was your business started to actually grow financially. And what were some of those incremental numbers that you're hitting? And then how are you feeling about those numbers, managing those numbers and that part? Yeah. So pretty, pretty crazy, actually. It was, we were right around like 20 K. Uh, when I went uh, per month when I joined um, and the the month after we did 40 so like r- right off it was it was a doubling and then it was 50 and then 60 and um, you know onward up to 77 uh, per month right and we're, and we're still growing what was going through my mind you know a lot of gratitude a lot of you know whoa what's happening you know I, I've been I've been envisioning this for three years like I started the business in 2019 so three four years that I've been wanting to get to this place but never able to get there because I would never have the consistency. And that's what Move 30 did is it built that foundational consistency of really, really simple daily actions that took me to the point where everything else fell in blind behind. It wasn't like, oh, I'm going to go do this today. And oh, I'm going to do this today. It's like, all right, I just know what I got to do at a minimum today and everything else will follow. And that, that's something that Move 30 really drove home for me in a way that nothing had done before. And I think that this happens with everybody because <clears throat> you go through these different stages. And um, at first you started kind of going through this. Um, but at w- some point you probably wanted to quit. I mean, you kind of wanted to go, wait, I'm going to do this. When you hit that point, when was that point? And then what held you back from not wanting to quit? Yeah. So for me, I've, I've tried other things. Like I've, I've tried, um, you know, 75 hard. It, you know, I've tried, I've tried other programs and what was different about moved 30, I still got to that point. It was 21 days in for me. Um, I forgot that you had told me that it would be 22 days in that I'd probably want to, uh, probably want to lay off on the gas a little bit, but 21 days in, I remember messaging you and I said, Jason, like, it just, just doesn't feel like, you know, things are going to keep rolling. I've kind of lost the, the passion or whatever. And you're like, listen, this is where you got to double down, you know, and, and, it was doubling down on those simple actions, but went through 22, 23, kept going right on through 30. And that confidence that was built because I had done so many things and never finished them because I'd always teeter up, you know, in between like that two week mark, basically that confidence that was built is something that I'd never felt before. It's really cool. Um, after accomplishing, um, we have these two different programs and, um, after accomplishing your first initial move 30 and going through your custom move 30, we developed it, we ran through it. Uh, you made a choice and that was to graduate to my move 30, uh, entrepreneur strong one-on-one program and work with me directly. Uh, what do you, what do you feel, uh, kind of you were going through at that point? And what do you think some of the shifts and changes that, uh, you got out of that shift? When, when I went from the move 30, you know, the, the initial program into the entrepreneur coaching, the moved uh, coaching for me, it was, it was kind of a no brainer. I'd built the momentum. I'd been interacting with you and I saw your coaching style. Um, I said this to you before on air and it kind of caught you, caught you by surprise. 
but you're basically an unmotivational coach in the sense that you want to find the minimum viable thing that I can do or that anybody can do that will get actions. You're not looking for everybody to run a half marathon every week. You're not looking for them to do 500 lives a day on Facebook or 50 pushups every half hour, right? It's what's the minimum thing. And we talked about it. We came up with these, like I basically provided the things and you, you, you pulled it out of me. That was the process in moved 30. And so when it came to, Hey, what's next? The moved entrepreneur coaching was, was a no brainer. Cause then, it, then we got more into the business side now that the personal foundation was there. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> what, what's through some of the hurdles as an entrepreneur, did you overcome working with uh, me in the one-on-one that, um, overflowed into your family lives with your friends, um, relationships as you'd gotten stronger and we'd actually overcome these things, you started to get more money, felt stronger, you get more clarity. How did that affect, you know, your family and your business life? So it. I mean, we've got uh, three kids, a fourth on the way. I can probably say that now. Uh, we haven't told a lot of people, but when this airs, it, it'll be it'll be good to go. Um, and so, family is is big. I have a, I have a lot of um, things that are important to me on the family side. And Alyssa started noticing a change. You know, I'd, I'd share with her some of the the milestones as I would go through the the coaching with you. You know, month over month, the income was rising, and it got to the point where one day she she said, "Hey, go check out uh, the whiteboard in the kitchen." I was like, all right. And she had written down on the whiteboard. She had started writing down a list of things that she wanted to have in the house that we were going to build. We talked about building a house before, but she'd never really believed that it was possible. Um, And I was like, whoa, this is like this. You know, we've both had this dream for three, four years. Right. And I've been struggling along, you know, when it wasn't like four months before we started working, like we had no money in the bank. You know, and, and I barely pulled out of that when we started started uh, working together. And so she now saw the vision and saw that it was possible because the business was being built to support that. And that was probably the coolest moment. Um, and, and it's only been building like she's she's got a long list of things now for the house that we're going to build. And that's you know, that's our that's our three year plan is is now we actually have a path to get to where, you know, that vision is going. And I remember when you came back and shared that with me and you told me all those things. And I think that um, one of the visions that I see even with moved as it is, and I talk about this, I say, you know, like Nike is to athletes moved is to entrepreneurs. Um, The thing that I think that is most is you're you're doing the things that are accomplishments outside of the business. You're doing things that have stories that are outside of the business. And I think that's something that we're lacking and I think that you embrace that and you were able to achieve those things. And now you look at the businesses, not just this hobby thing you're doing, but it's a vehicle to do those things that you want to do with your family and build a home and, you know, have all those great Christmases and holidays together. I think that's what it comes out to be. So that's uh, pretty amazing. Um, what do you believe are the techniques and methods uh, that myself, Jason Stark, use in the one-on program, uh, one-on-one program that helped you achieve the goal that may be different in other programs. And I know we kind of said it, but uh, I thought I'd just throw one more out there, maybe thinking about the way that we handled things. Um, I think I close close the program on a little bit different. What are some things that you see that uh, benefit other people yourself, I guess? Yeah, that, that was actually what jumped into my head was, you know, every call that we jump on, when we're about to close off, you say, hey, did you find value in this call? Or did you get value out of this? It's always a yes. You know, we're going through some pretty crazy stuff on every call. Um, and then and then the second question to follow that up is, 
do you know the next steps? And that always that always ticks things over a little in your brain, right? A little differently. It's like, okay, yes, yeah, I got the I got the action list, and that's what translates to the to the movement, you know, the the moving forward and and uh, and building the business, right? The other thing too is Jason, something that you do in the one on one coaching is you're not pushing your ideas of oh you've got to go do this, you've got to build this funnel, you've got to do this. You're taking where I want to go and we're back solving it. You've got the whiteboard behind it. You don't have it here in, in the thing. But when we're working, the whiteboard's there and we're back solving. Okay, we want to get to here. How are we going to get there based on on where we are now? And that to me is it always brings clarity to the to the situation. And usually you're reeling in some crazy idea that I've had that takes us away from the main uh, the main path that we've agreed on to do. Actually, the you know, when we were talking before about taking a week off every quarter, um, I pretty sure I came back to you at one point and said, I think we're going to scrap that. <laughs> and you're like, okay, we agreed on this. Convince me why we're going to scrap it. And I, and I couldn't, I didn't have a good, well, there was a few excuses that I had come up with, but it wasn't like you weren't going to let me do it. Obviously it's my life. I'm, I can do what I want, but you took it back to, okay, this is what we, we set as a goal. Let's have a, you know, sell me on the idea of why, why we're going to go somewhere else. And and breaking things down into first principles uh, has been has been really helpful for me. I think I remember when that went down. <clears throat> it was an interesting conversation because um, we had made a decision on why we wanted the week, and it was two things: was because it would allow you to spend more time with your family, and not only that, it'd be able to take away from the business. And I remember when you came back to me and you said, "You said why?" and you said, "Well." You know, my wife says it's okay. It'd be okay if I, you know, the business may be hurt from that. And you were like, I think I'm afraid to take the week off, but being able to just get off at six o'clock would be really nice. And I, and if you remember, I kind of paused for a minute and I was like, okay, well, um, what if we could get the week off and give her a six o'clock for a week for four? And your face, yeah. I remember you looked at me and I, and I just said, why did we stop? And I think it came down for you. You didn't, um, you didn't believe we could put, I think that in your subconscious was, I don't know if I could get the systems in place. Yeah. And I, yeah, I didn't, I didn't believe that it was possible. And I thought it would be less scary to, to just clock out for the evenings than to do a whole week. Yeah. I thought that was a really cool experience to watch you go through it. And then once we off of that call, I remember I, <laughs> I told you, I was like, well, I'm not going to go again. If you remember this, I was like, I'm not going to go against for what your wife says. I was like, it's not what I'm gonna do. I was like, but I'm really interested in saying why are you gonna be okay with it? And that was a really cool thing for us to have that conversation. And then really to just to challenge you to the the reason you made that goal, there was a reason. And then now it got difficult. Why why is that now? It's not a goal anymore. And so I thought that was an amazing over uh overachievement for yourself to allow the the coaching and the conversation to have faith that we did come up with that. And not only that, I wasn't going to leave you through the process. And I think that there's yeah. a little bit of that as well. Um, how do you feel about others being able to achieve uh, these results that you've been able to achieve uh, through the move 30? I am not any different than anybody else. Like move 30 is for everyone. If it worked for me, it can work for anybody. The reason I say that is I was the person that would break, you know, would, would pull off the the program you know pull out of the the commitments um because things started getting tough uh, you know we, we talked about 21 days in you know i was like ah i think i'm good and i had a really simple stack of things that we were doing right if i can do it anybody can do it um and and i just 
it was at a time when I just leaned into the process and you helped me, you know, you helped hold me to the commitments that I'd made. Um, but it was, it's something that is, is so simple that you can't not do it. And that's the beauty of it. Sure. There's going to be some challenges, but it's not, you're not taking up five hours of your day to do the move 30. It could be 10 minutes of your day and you could accomplish your whole stack and build some incredible confidence. And that was kind of leading up to that. How do you feel the Move 30 program positively impacted the overall well-being of yourself and your personal confidence? I am a completely different person than I was a year ago. Completely different person. Mentally, physically, financially, relationship with my wife, the confidence that has been built through the Move 30 program and that simple concept of stacking wins day after day, stacking those little movers forward has changed changed who i am and you know everybody wants to say hear that right and oh it's incredible but the monetary i i see money as a as a meter of how how you're doing in in business and as a person right and i went from you know 120k the year before we worked together to half a million I think there's something there. It's not just because we we did some crazy funnel. It's because we we built out something that was consistently building on itself. And um, if you were to make a statement to others on why they should join the Move Through program, how would you make that statement? It's so simple that anybody can do it, and you'd be silly not to jump on the program. It's so simple, and the results are so huge. You got to try Move Thirty, guys. So um, in that, I think that it's really interesting to see you go through this entire process and kind of getting into the nitty gritties of what you do, Lewis, um, and you've gotten these results, but you also on the other side, you have these customers. And I thought I would transition this into kind of um, a little bit about your story a little bit. And also, you know, you're in the web development business. And I think that there's some information on two sides. One is if you're a customer, I think it'd be interesting to hear this, um, to hear this answer that Lewis comes up with because he's built hundreds of websites. And the other side is, and this is where I think kind of to interject a second, but I think this is also where I've done because I've built hundreds of websites myself and I'm outside of SEO agency. So I had some synergy with you there. But as far as there's a, um, there's a side of the customer that wants to get a website done. And then there's the person that may own an agency doing website. There's sometimes a frustration there. What have you found that has been difficult of keeping that type of business and web development um, uh, happy for the customers? <laughs> because it's a struggle. There's ideas and all those things. What have you found has been the difficulty of that? So I think I think this is any service business. You know, yes, we sell a product, but it's it, it's a we're in a service business, and I think the the challenge is always matching expectations of what we can do, the timeline we can turn it around, and you know what that end product is going to do. And on the sales side, you've got to be really clear. Hey, this is not going to immediately skyrocket your business to fame and glory. This is a foundation, and then you can build on that. Um, so setting expectations and then delivering a world-class product go hand in hand. Yeah, I think that's really true. I think that um, communication with somebody that has the desire and has that 
I think at the end, I think sometimes customers don't realize that you really do want the best for them. <laughs> you do. <laughs> and sometimes that communication is a little bit different. Um, I'm obviously aware, you talked about it a minute ago, that you uh, focus a lot in the junk removal space. Uh, what are some changes that are going on right now in that space that you would um, maybe share with somebody in the junk removal space that they could do on their website or in SEO? Um, what are some things that are going on in the industry that you think could be added to their uh, to their uh, business? Yeah, so I think as a whole, what's happening in the industry and across all service businesses is it's no longer um, you know necessarily a boom time. I don't focus on on the economics too much or I, the economy in the sense of oh man, it's awful. I pay attention to it, but what I'm seeing is that the people who are going to market harder now are going to come out way stronger because everyone else is pulling back. So move forward in whatever capacity that is, whether you're going harder on just your organic marketing on Facebook, you know, you're adding blog pages to your website, or you're hiring someone to run ads for you or do SEO like we do. Go into it, be planned, be, be um, strategic about it, but go harder on what you're doing and keep building because everyone else is pulling back and you're just going to take over more market share because it's going to open up. And I think that's a really thing to talk about is taking over market share. I think it's a kind of a hard thing to kind of think about, but I think that something that when people talk about market share, what's happening during times like this is people are starting to compress. So they're starting to cut, uh, most of your competition will start cutting budget. They will have been overexpanded. So they'll start releasing a lot of good staff members and then what they'll do is they'll kind of freeze up. And the one thing I think that you're sharing right now to these guys is like, don't freeze up. Now there's an opportunity because those, those homes, right, that are getting junk removal, those homes aren't going anywhere. The real estate's not leaving. But when you start to use digital assets and you create better SEO and you have a better website, you are the one that's almost like, like it's like lava. You know, you just kind of lava yeah. on over everybody. And then whenever, when the economy starts to come back, you now have like this blanket of, in your case, blue croak, blue croak is just leaning all over them when most of the people just pull back. I think it's a really good, a really good uh, way to explain that. Um, a lot of people choose to uh, go into SEO. And I know you uh, like to use SEO as a, as a mechanism to generate more leads. Um, what should people's mindset be when they decide to do a contract locally in SEO? Uh, maybe expectations of time or anything like that, that that comes to your mind. Yep. So SEO is one of the only ways that I've seen that you can market your business where the cost per lead goes down over time. You're not going to see results immediately, but you are going to see results that build momentum. It's like a snowball. You know, we, we've got three feet of snow outside right now. Um, so it's fresh in my mind, but it's SEO is like a snowball. You start building and you start building and you get to keep that investment as you move forward with your business right so you keep building and you pay let's say you're paying an agency like ours you pay us the same amount every month but the leads start going up the quantity of leads coming in on your website goes up so that means your lead acquisition cost goes down over time google ads actually the cost of acquisition over time is going to go up because the costs are always going up on google ads so seo is one of the things where your your cost is going to go down over time if it's done right um, timeline wise, you cannot expect it to happen overnight. If you need overnight results, you got to use Google ads or Facebook ads, and then you start pairing it back as the SEO builds up. But SEO is going to kick in around three to six months. And then after a year, you really start seeing some, some good movement. If you're expecting something immediately, 
you're we're not a good fit for you. SEO is probably not a good fit for you. But if you're expecting to build something, you know, world class, then SEO is a, is a fantastic vessel to get you there. It's such a um you hear this statement all the time and I bet you you could elaborate on this or maybe a story that you've had um in the past, but you've had somebody that probably started and then they said, okay, I'll go this. And they probably went like two months. So I didn't see any results, you know, Hey Lewis, I want to stop that campaign. And then, and then they kind of don't do anything or they run some ads and then their acquisition costs. Yeah. You can get a dollar in $3 out. You can always uh, make that acquisition cost, but yeah, dollar in dollar out and go from there and your cost per clicks. You can do that um, pretty successfully, but then they came back and then they decided to do SEO and then they decided to commit to it. And I know that being in the past uh, in that business, I remember people saying, man, I should, why did I ever stop? <laughs> Do you have any stories of people that are like that? Like they say, Dan, why did, why did I ever stop? I shouldn't have stopped. Yeah. We've got a couple like that for sure. Where they jumped away, you know, they probably needed more of a blended approach um, and they went with one or the other. And then they came back to more of a blended approach. The best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago. The second best time is now. And then you just, you can't keep pulling the tree up and then moving it, you know, hoping it's going to, it's going to take root somewhere else. You got to let it sit. You got to let it work. Obviously hire someone that's reputable, but once you've got that, then you just, then you just go. What did you, and this kind of goes back in your personal story, Lewis, but um, what were you doing before you started doing web design and, and SEO? What was, what was your, how did you make money before? Yeah. So my background, I did construction out of high school. Um, for four years, and then I got a degree in mechanical engineering, and uh, that's what led me to to this. As I, our son was born soon after I graduated university, um, and I was going to school, you know, going to work. Sorry, before he was awake, coming back and barely seeing him. And I said, "Well, we want we want four. If it's this bad with one, we got to figure something else out." And so I went down that route of of figuring out where I wanted to go, and kind of came full circle back to the construction and, and home service industries. Yeah, I think um, something in, in anybody that uh, is on here, or I'm going to obviously, I'm going to ask you at the end of this how they can get a hold of you. But I think that something that I do notice that um, you do fairly well, you do really good on in organic marketing. I'd be interested uh, for you to share a little bit about how your mind works in internet marketing uh, in the organic side. Um, you know, you'll pull uh, dad jokes. <laughs> Sometimes I'll send one for you. It's like, <laughs> I got one for you. But yeah. ultimately, um, how does your mind work? Maybe if I, if I try to form it more as a framework, then maybe like emotionally, but, but more like a framework organically. How do you position yourself in coming up with ideas or putting content out there? What's your thoughts on organic marketing? Because you've done a pretty good job. So my my thoughts on organic marketing would be a blend between the go-giver philosophy that Bob Berg puts out in his book of the same name um, and just sharing myself and leaning into the X factor that's me. I'm 6'8". I like dad jokes. No one else can replicate that. There might be other 6'8 people that like dad jokes, but no one else can have, bring me to the equation. So leaning into me, sharing my stories. I have, I have a, everyone has a story. I don't think mine is as exciting as other people's, but still sharing that, you know, my struggles as, as a new father, I hated being a father at the beginning, you know, and I thought it was supposed to be this rosy, wonderful thing. Um, my struggles as a business owner, my wins as a business owner and father, you know, all of that leaning into that is that's a lot of what I do on my personal page. And then in the groups and stuff, I'm, I'm a moderator, a few of the industry 
Facebook group. So bringing value to people um, is the go-giver side of it. How much value can I can I bring? Alex from Mosey does a really, really good job of this as well. You know, bring so much value that they, you know, people are asking you what you sell. Right. So that that strategy, if you can, if you can, I could tell you all the things like, oh, post this many times in this group, but like if you could get that strategy at your core, then it's going to seep out in your own type of way of making that happen. You think when you were younger, you you had this entrepreneur spirit? Do you think that, um, did you have things uh, in your younger life that represent why you kind of are here? Can you look back and you be like, oh, these are some things at this time in my life. I could see why they're connecting now. I think sometimes uh, being an entrepreneur is a little bit of a revolter. <laughs> <laughs> I think it is. I think there's a little bit in that. And most of us that are business owners, I think that we go against the grain. Can you, if you look back in your life, I mean, did you find yourself anything back in your past that you go, man, I could see why I kind of chose this route. Definitely someone that always went against the grain a little bit. Um, and someone who I do, I've, I've since learned, I'm very much like, if you look at the Colby tests, I'm very much a quick start and a visionary. Um, and I like starting things. I don't like doing the same thing over and over, which is why, you know, we, you bring me back from the shiny object, but I can still head down the same path as a business owner of services that we offer, but come up with new ways to do it. So that's always exciting for me. I can bring the team behind me to execute on it. But um, yeah, when I was younger, I I, uh, I actually was just going through it. I think I have them. I think I have them right here. I just saw one. I I purchased like 500 RFID card um, covers. I have like three of them left. I was just cleaning out my office the other day. And uh, I purchased them for like three cents a piece and sold them for four dollars each to everyone, like in the church and and local area. I was like, you Why need everybody this? in church gets sold like the, everybody's. Like I know, right? Entrepreneur. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but but I was like, if you don't have this, everyone's gonna steal your data off your cards and and everything. And uh, I was like, this is incredible. Like my percentage ROI is ridiculous here. Um, so that, that definitely got me excited. I did wood turning with my dad, um, and we sold bowls at a bunch of like touristy places. Um, and it was, there's just something cool about it. And then I did like a, while I was in university, I did the same sort of thing. I, I really like building things. I have, you know, the mechanical background. Um, and so I, I made an Etsy store and sold stuff and then it kind of just translated into this. This is much more repeatable and easier to do a scale than physical products. Dude. This has been incredible, man. Um, you've been an incredible student. Um, it's been an, an, a joy watching you grow in multiple different areas. Um, I remember after we had kind of gone into the moved one-on-one um, uh, -on -one entrepreneurship strong coaching program. I tell this story all the time because it's like one of, one of, I got a lot of favorite stories with you, Lewis. I got a lot of good ones. <laughs> Uh, I, I, we won't, maybe we'll save, uh, save the Reese's peanut butter cups for another day, but uh, <laughs> there's a hook, there's a hook, <laughs> but uh, I'll tell you the one that was really cool. And I, and I knew you were, you were ready to make it happen is that you would ask me personally, like, Hey, Jason, you know, what do you do? You know, because I had been kind of telling you what to do all the time. And I think there was a moment of like, well, what do you do? Punk ass. <laughs> like you tell me what I do. Like, well, what do you do? Cause I think that the one thing that's important to me is that you're actually like doing, you're doing it right. If I'm working with you, it's important that I see that you're doing it. And we have this agreement that we're doing it. And, and when you asked me that, well, what do you do? And I said, well, I found for me that one of my uh, stacks inside of my physical side, it was a row machine. And I said, this is kind of what it's done. And, and this is how it's handled uh, the success for me and why I really like it and kind of share that whole story. And anybody that knows me, if there's something that I get, that's like I'm a loud mouth about it anyways. And then 
I swear to God, it was 24 hours. It was like 24 hours. It took me, I think it was like 10 days to get the rowing machine. Like it took me, like I ordered it. I had come through and no shit. It was like 24 hours and you're like, just send me a picture. And you're like, look what I have in my garage. I was like, holy smokes. So I thought, I thought I'd number one tell that story because it cracks me up all the time. I tell it all the time. I'm like, this guy had it within like 24 hours. You set it up. And I thought I'd just ask like in this conversation because you took up rowing, um, adding to your moved program as we graduated, what has rowing done for you as a business owner in your move 30? Rowing is is the perfect exercise for me. I'd been trying to find something I could do inside all through the year. Um, I bought an exercise bike the year before, never really found that great. It didn't work my whole body. It didn't get me sweating. And so when you brought up rowing, yeah, I went right out and I bought it the next day. Um, and rowing has, has given me a full body tone and, and just a baseline physical fitness that allows me to keep up with the kids, it's legs, it's arms, it's chest, it's cardio. It's everything, man. It's the perfect, it's the perfect exercise. It's so good. Um, but it's, it's given me energy. It's given me confidence. You know, I, I row now I'm down to five minutes a day because that's what works in with the kids schedule. Right. But it's like that consistency to continually get on the machine and just do that thing every day. The, the keeping promises to yourself has been huge for me and rowing has let me do it and, you know, get the physical side of it. Well, Lewis, this has been incredible. Um, the accomplishment you made and everybody that's watching this, uh, the thing that I would like to share about Lewis as an example of a success is that he did the program. And the reason that I kind of look at this as a great success story is because I always anchored off as me. I was a martial arts coach. I uh, did fighting in Thailand. And the one thing that a coach can have, if anybody is, has a coach or anything like that, the greatest thing you could do for that coach, because they're investing their time, they're watching you emotionally, they're watching you physically, they're wanting you to, to do the thing is just do it. And yeah. when you do those things and you start to actually see it, I want to share with you, Lewis, that it's been an incredible honor to work with you, see you grow. And thank you for letting me be a part of it. I mean, I really do appreciate it. And so because I'm sure that people are going to want to know in the space of the home service space, and they want to build their website out, they want to get SEO. I obviously give you all of the, the breaks. Everybody should go. How would they contact you, Lewis? Absolutely. And I appreciate it. It's been a, it's been a fun journey, Jason. It's, and we're just getting started. Um, so if anybody, if anybody wants to connect, it's bluecrocus.ca. So it's blue, like the flower, blue, like the color crocus, like the flower and then .ca because we're in Canada. You're perfect, man. And you can always look up uh, Lewis. I'll put his Facebook in there as well. Connect. He's a great connector. We'll go from there. Again, Lewis, you've been an amazing guest, gazing student. And to everybody out there that is watching the Moved Entrepreneur Evolved podcast, make sure you like and subscribe. And then also there's other amazing guests. If you haven't looked back on the library that we have, we have a ton of guests that have incredible stories that have overcome many challenges, grown their businesses to incredible heights. Make sure you go back and pay attention to them because they have incredible stories. Thanks a lot, guys. That closes out our podcast today. Thanks for If you like this episode, make sure you smash the like button and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Just like Nike is to athletes, Moved is to entrepreneurs.